You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is Jamie Dean, Big Newt, and we are thrilled to have you this week. The Buffalo Bills, Newt, they, uh, they were frustrating, but the table is set for them to waltz into the playoffs. Waltzing. That is such a terrible way of putting it. They've got a tough game ahead of them, Newt, and it's for all the marbles. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He's Big Chris Newton. Newt, what do you think about this past week's win? Does it make you confident? Well, well, first of all, I'd be remiss if I didn't sing a birthday song for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jamie D. Your birthday was the other day, bro. <laughs> so there's nothing that makes me happier than when you sing to me, buddy. I mean, I we've heard you sing Scrubs. We've got <laughs> Happy Birthday. We've got a couple of other things. The soul. You're just you're just oozing with the soul. I, I know I can't sing at all, man, but hey, you know, it's the, it's the uh, thought that counts. Did you do anything <laughs> cool for your birthday this weekend? Yeah, buddy. Um, we had a big party at our house. And by the way, my, my birthday is, for those who don't know, is New Year's Eve. And my wife really put together just a an absolute bang-up bash and made it really special so did all my friends it was it was really nice it was really nice and thank you for thank you for mentioning it i i appreciate it and happy new year to everybody who's listening it's uh 2024 if you can believe that and with 2024 comes some great playoff expectations Mm -hmm. yeah (sighs) buffalo bills so I'm, a couple weeks ago, people were saying nobody wants to play this team. Two weeks mm. later, the Bills stumble their way against four win teams. Don't look good doing it. Do they look like the team nobody wants to play anymore? I, we're still that team. It's just we stunk it up offensively on Sunday. And I, I really want to dive into it, man, because Josh Allen looked bad. He was bad. You take away the the 50-yarder to to, uh, uh, Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid. After that, it was was pretty bad. But the defense, as bad as he was, and and the reason why I'm harping on him is because coming into it last week, if you listen to us, I really wanted him to go out and have a good game because if he would have had a good game, he would have been the talk of MVP, right? Right. So now – now you're talking about giving Lamar Jackson went out 300 yards, four, five touchdowns, and tore Miami butt apart. So now he's probably going to win the MVP. And if you do research, not to get on the Baltimore because they're going to get the one seed, but if you look at MVPs, they got two MVPs. 
right? Mm-hmm. They're all Hall of Famers. You know, if he wins his second MVP, he will be with Kurt Warner, Brett Favre, Joe Montana, and Steve Young. Oh, my God. And my thing is, I'm like, is Lamar Jackson a, a Hall of Famer? I don't know. It doesn't he, feel like it yet. And he had a pedestrian year. That's why I'm like, you can't give him MVP. You can't. But, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say? Because, And right. I've always said that you can't give, even in basketball, you can't give somebody a second MVP until they win a championship. Now, maybe he'll do it this year. And if he wins it this year, all bets are off. But, like I told y'all, all this month, I mean, I'm not going to believe in the Baltimore until they do it, even though they're looking good right now. And they whooped Miami, which was they great. Miami, they whooped Miami. They whooped the 49ers. They look like the most physical team in the NFL and the best team in the NFL. They do. They do. So I'm disappointed with Josh Allen and his performance. Um some people are saying that now once you get Joe Brady, get what he wants to do on tape, people are able to negate some of the things we try to do. Um, what is disappointing, once again, I, I just, once again, as a former athlete, I just can't understand why we can't get Stefan Diggs more involved. I, so, I just can't understand that. Four catches, 26 yards. Your sole job is to get that guy the ball. And it's like we do things, oh, we do the little wide receiver screens and the little, you know, bubble plays and all that stuff. And They're I'm terrible just like, plays. I just don't understand. <laughs> this dude be open. Like, and, and once again, and I say this all the time, my bedrock is you throw all these interceptions. And you did. I think you did throw an interception trying to get him the ball, right? Yeah. <laughs> He did. So, I mean, he, yeah. I will be throwing all my interceptions trying to get him the ball. But if I throw an interception, you best believe he's going to have 10 catches. So, I, I don't get it. I'm not in the meeting room. I'm just a guy sitting eating pizza rolls on the couch watching uh, <laughs> watching the game, drinking LeBash, just like y'all. But I, it's just <laughs> – I don't get why we can't get this guy the ball more consistently. But as good as – Josh, or as bad as Josh Allen played, the defense played lights out, man. I tell you. Well, okay. I want to back up a step because we know that criticizing the quarterback is always dangerous, right? People will go down swinging for their quarterback. We've seen it so many times. How many times did people say, you know, get off of J.P. Lossman's case, get off of Trent Edwards' case, get off of E.J. Manuel's Mm -hmm. case? You know, leave him alone. It's something else. And the argument is going to be, but the Bills had all those drops. Josh Allen wasn't that bad. His receivers were dropping the ball. To that, I will say, the Bills had four drops in the game. Two of them were terrible. One of them could have gone either way, and the other was basically a drop because the ball was thrown behind his receiver. Mm Mm-hmm. That would have gotten Josh to 19 out of 30 and still pedestrian. The decision-making, the ball's coming out of his hand poorly, his passes are wobbling, and yeah. he's not setting his feet. What is going on with him? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Don't don't come at Newt with your pitchforks. He's being realistic Reggie. <laughs> You're being realistic Reggie, buddy. Not being negative Nancy, but realistic Reggie. 
And he played bad. He played bad. But the positive thing is we still won when he played he, bad. He's so, played bad six out of the last eight quarters. Yeah. Does that give you confidence going into the game against Miami? I'm looking at it like he has to step up. Okay. He he, he ha- So this is an opportunity. It's right there for us, right? If we win, we get the two seed. If we lose, we're hoping for help from Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. And we'll be if they both win, we'll be out. And Jalen right. told me if we tie, we're still in. I don't know. I didn't go that far, but Jalen, I think that's correct. Jay, he he's diving in because you know he's an Alabama fan and they lost last night, so he's all in with Buffalo right now. <laughs> so he's looking at all kind of scenarios for us. But uh, yeah, I mean he has to come through, man. And and we put ourselves we but we knew that this was gonna happen, right? When we had them bad losses, you lose to the Jets, you lose to New England, you lose some of these bad games, it could come back and bite you. So he has to step up and he has to play well. Um, now the defense you said played lights out. Defense and I will played say, lights out in the first twenty minutes of the game. They did. They had four turnovers. Three of them came inside the New England 20, mm-hmm. but then they started giving up long drives and explosive plays later in the game. And that's it's true, almost Go ahead. It's, it's almost like at some point the New England offense figured it out because I was commenting to the people I was watching the game with that early on, it looked like the Bills had 14 players on defense. Mm-hmm. It just, they suffocated everything that the Patriots were doing. And later in the game, I'm like, you know what? It looks like they've only got nine guys on the field. What's going on here? And that's fair. I guess I'm just looking at it holistically. When you get four turnovers, I I don't care if you do anything the rest of the game. Because if Josh Allen would have played well, that game would have been out of reach and it wouldn't have mattered. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So you're right. I mean, if you're really looking at it quarter by quarter, we did all our hard work early on, but they did more than enough to win that game. But that's why I said it like I said. As good yes. as they played, Zappy had three interceptions. They had a couple of fumbles where we gave Josh Allen the ball and we weren't able to do nothing. That's as bad right. as they played. <laughs> when, you know when, you get, when you get a turnover inside your opponent's 30 and you're settling for field goals – yeah. You're letting a bad team stick around. And when you let teams stick around, they're professionals too. They've yeah. got a chance to beat you. And let's face it, New England had a chance to win that game. Buffalo's offense finally put together a drive that was just long enough to hold the ball till the end of the game. Let me ask you something. While watching that game in real time, did you think we were going to lose? Did you think we had a chance to lose? Yes, we had a chance to lose, absolutely, because the Bills have lost games just like that this season. I didn't think we were going to lose. I never got, like, I was just looking at Josh Allen like, you're playing like crap. And he said as such. So it ain't like I'm talking about his back. He said it. But I never thought we were going to lose. Maybe that's arrogant of me. I didn't didn't not think we were going to lose. I thought there was so, a chance that they were going to, but I still held out this belief that the Bills are the more talented team and they would prevail in the end. Mm-hmm. But but they were stressing me the hell out. I'll tell you that, Newt. Yeah, 
I, the only person that was stressing me out was Josh Allen. And like I said, the only reason why I was stressing me out, because I'm like, dude, go out and win the MVP, bro. This is New England. Come on. Yeah. Like, that's why I was like, come on. Why are you, so, like, dude, his QBR was 19.8, dude. Zappy's QBR was 26.7. His QB rate was 53. <laughs> Zappy's QB rate was 47. You look like Zappy out here. And I'm like, yeah. come on, you know, and I just, I don't know that the only thing frustrating was him. It wasn't. Yeah, the it team. was. <laughs> it wasn't the team. It was just him. And I'm and, just, and, and I'm not shitting. I mean, so, excuse me, because I'm like, I'm not shitting on him. But my thing is, I'm only mad because you had an opportunity. That's that's all I'm saying. It was easy work. It's New England. They're half dead. The coach embraced McDermott like, yeah, good job, man. Like, this is it. Like, they were half dead. So I'm just like, yeah. put your put your boot on their neck and go win the MVP. So anyway, long story short, that's that's the only thing that was frustrating about Sunday to me, right? Because I, I didn't think they were gonna win. I I did I did not. I was just like, oh well. We just stuck it up, get past it, and get ready for Sunday night. Well, I mean, that's kind of where I am right now. It's, are they are they ready to go? And we have to take a look at this game against the Dolphins because the Dolphins, oh my God, you like using the term monkey stomp? Well, that's what happened to the Dolphins. They got monkey stomped in Baltimore. And I love how the Dolphins fans are crying right now about the Ravens running up the score with two minutes left. Mm -hmm. Let me set the stage here. They had their backup quarterback in. Mm -hmm. It was third and goal from the 19-yard line. Their backup quarterback threw a touchdown to their third-string tight end. Right. And we're supposed to feel bad for them. No, and they're just they're just sour grapes. Once you start putting in your backups, and and I'm because once again I know you don't keep up with college, but I'm gonna make the correlation here. So bear with me. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm with you. So you know all the bowl games this weekend. You know Florida State. We talked about it here on the pod. Florida State didn't make it to the college playoff, being the first uh, Power Five conference undefeated team not to make it. Right, so then they proceed to go in uh, uh, this weekend and get severely mocky stomped by Georgia. They lost sixty to three, sixty to three. Right, so leading up to this, Florida State legislators, congressmen, governors, all these people who don't deal in athletics spoke on it and tried to like, oh, we're going to sue the NCAA and all this stuff, and then they went out and lost by fifty eight to Georgia. So it doesn't help their argument, right? Now, granted, a lot of people didn't play. A lot of people are sitting out these bowl games when they're not playing for the college football playoff, right? So people sat out. But Georgia fans are telling, and once again, and I'm not pooting on Florida State. I worked at Florida State. I met my wife at Florida State. I'd have friends that I still keep in contact down here, right? I'm still in Florida now. We're leaving tomorrow. Uh, so I said here, but um, so I want what's well for Florida State, right? But just like I said on here, they cannot say that they didn't deserve to be in it. I understand what they're saying, all right, being the first undefeated team not to make it. But 
Did they deserve to make the play, uh, playoffs? No. And then it was proven yesterday, with two, uh, last night, with two great games. I don't know if you watched them, but Washington beat uh, – it was it was Bama in Michigan and Washington and um, Texas, two great games. That's what you want, and so now Washington will be playing Michigan for the national championship. But Jordan Travis, Florida State's quarterback that got hurt, he was throwing shade on the college like, "Oh, I told you Bama didn't deserve to be there." Yes, the hell Bama did deserve to be there. That was a great game that went to overtime. Now, Bama would have went out and lost by 50, then you could say that, all right? So, anyway, what I'm trying to say is going back to the original thing, and I know I'm all over the place. Please bear with me. But I I just <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the fact there was two great college games this weekend or last night for the playoffs, and then so we got the championship next year, next week, right? And so college football, you need style points. Style points matter. In the NFL style points means nothing. So now True. it's like now it's like you got an opportunity this weekend. You got to put up a shut up, and he has to play well for us to get past Miami. Now, granted, excuse me. Now, granted, they have a lot of injuries. That's something they you got to keep in mind. Xavier Howard is going to probably be out. He left the game against Baltimore early, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And who else? Oh, Bradley, Bradley Chubb, Chubb for his ACL. Probably so, going to miss all of next year, too. Right. So the opportunity is there, dude. Right. And so Jalen, uh, what's his name? Jalen Phillips. Oh, Jalen Phillips. Yes. Jalen Phillips. Jalen yeah. Phillips is out with a torn uh, Achilles. Um, right. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I mean, th- this team is ripe for being beat. It is set up for us to win, right? So what I was saying about uh, Baltimore, right? So when Georgia was running up the score against Florida State, winning by sixty or whatnot, they mm-hmm. were they they say, well, we we were missing our guys. Our guys opted out. Florida State did have more guys opt out. We got guys in the they had guys in the portal. Guys is chosen not to play because they're about to get drafted. Right. Yep. But Georgia fans went back to Twitter and was like, dude, after we got up 40 points, those were our freshmen in there too. And so <laughs> when you say run up the score, yeah, you had second, third string guys, but they had third, second, third string guys too. So my point was once you once you put in your backups, I'm still running my offense. So if you if you can't stop my freshmen from scoring, then that's just you because I'm still going to throw the ball. I'm not going to just run up the middle and let you stop. No. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't I don't agree with that. Miami, oh, they ran up the store. I mean, they put their backup quarterback in. Huntley was in there throwing touchdowns against you. That's your fault. You got to stop them. So I think that's sour grapes. Yep. Me personally, and, and I've talked – go ahead. And lest we forget, they ran the score up against Denver, putting up 70 points. Yeah. And now you're, you're upset that somebody put up 50-something on you? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a break. The hypocrisy, man, I tell you. But they always say, <laughs> when they do it, but it's a problem when I do it. So, you know, I don't listen to that stuff. It's sour grapes to me. And like I said, as a former athlete, if you could beat me by 100, beat me by 100. I don't I don't <laughs> believe in all that stuff, man. I mean, 
I don't know, man. I don't. I feel like to me, and I, we've talked about this at nauseum. I like. I don't want you to take it easy on me. Like, if I know you're taking it easy on me, that makes me feel even worse. Uh. Like, I would if we were at a fight. I would rather you just monkey stomp me than to tie your hand behind your back and you just giving me jabs. Like, at least, <laughs> at least I know I got your all. Yeah, I got my butt kicked, but I got your all. It's even worse if you just jab me with one hand or something, or you got your, you know, a blindfold on or something. So, I don't know. I just, that's just me. I know some people get mad at that stuff, but I don't get mad at it. If you could whoop me, whoop me. And I guess I'm talking about fighting too, but even in Madden, you know what I'm saying? If you whoop me, just whoop me. If you're better than me, just whoop me. I don't care. But if you're just going to goof around with me and go for punts on second down and stuff, that ain't, no. I feel worse doing that because now you're toying with me. (laughs) (laughs) You're losing, you're getting whooped, and you're toying with me. So that makes it worse. So, anyway. So, college football, uh, I think they need a mercy rule of some form. Run the clock. uh, Run the clock. What's that? Run the clock. Like have a clock run. Like once you get up thirty five, then just run the clock. No, don't stop. Well, I you know there there is a formula for coming up with uh, with rankings, and I, I feel like if you beat a team by more than a certain number of points, it shouldn't count. No, yeah. like you get up by a certain number of points, no matter how many times you put it in the end zone, your your uh, your score isn't going to increase. Because, you know, every once in a while you see a team in college put up 100 points on somebody. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you're clearly so much physically better than the other team. Even your backups are better than that team's starters. Now you're starting to worry about kids actually getting injured getting because hurt. of it. Right. Yeah. Right. And we've talked about that before. When those small small schools play the big schools, you got to actually worry about somebody getting hurt. You know, like, and I play, right. once again, I'll talk about myself. <laughs> I played D2 football, bro, and we went to West Illinois, who's at that time D1AA, and they beat us by 40-some points, man. Dudes is getting hurt, and those guys are bigger, faster, and stronger than us. I have no problem with admitting that. It was a difference. And so now you got those teams, you got mid-major teams, and they going to play Georgia and Florida State and all those. Those guys, you got to worry about somebody getting hurt. <laughs> like so that's why when you go and cause they the small schools go to the big schools to get a check. Yeah. Right. And so you just hope that nobody get hurt coming out of that. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're sacrificing one for the other. Now I'm going to bring that back to the pros in that they are evenly matched. Right, because you're all pro. Like the best against the worst, when you're talking starters in the NFL, they do belong on the same field together. Yes, because they're all so, professionals. Yes. So if you're getting beat badly, okay, I agree that if if the game is at the point where there's no coming back, both teams should be running the clock so you can get your players out of there without getting injured. Because as we saw with Bradley Chubb, you can you can tear an ACL on a regular play. Now, Brett, if if anybody didn't see it, Bradley Chubb was chasing down the running back. Running back right. put a juke. It was kind of one of those start and stop plays, and his his knee just gave out on him. 
It, it was a non-contact injury. You know, it's it, it, get your starters off the field so that sort of thing doesn't happen when the game is out of hand. Right. Uh, now, there's another side of it, which is we got to keep our starters out there so we can stop the bleeding. Right. But but at that point, you know, run the ball. If stop if if you're the one losing, stop passing the ball. Keep the clock running. Run it three times. Take it all the way down. And and punt the ball away. Just don't do anything stupid. Right. That's how the pros need to handle it, which is different than college. Right. Right. And anyway. No, the I, Bills agree. I agree with that. Have a great track record against these Miami Dolphins. Since 2017, the Bills are, what is it, 11-2 and two mm-hmm. against the Dolphins? The game has been flexed to Sunday night because it is... I mean, it's the game of the week. The winner is the two seed. Yes. The incredible part about this is the Bills could go anywhere from the two seed in the AFC to not in the playoffs. want to make an interesting observation here. Okay. Despite the fact that the Bills could end up out of the playoffs, they are still, according to Vegas, the they have the third best odds of winning the Super Bowl. If you're a betting person, which I am not, how can you square those odds in your mind? <laughs> I'll put a little something on Buffalo. I mean, I'm, I do bet a little bit for funsies, nothing real, like $5 here, $10 there. But um, Why wouldn't on- you put your money on a team at this point that is guaranteed to be in the tournament as opposed to the Bills, who might not be? Because, you, because the odds usually – the odds favor you to where you're going to hit big. The more the risk, the more the you know the payout. But if well, you're saying that, that, but if you're saying the Bills still got the third best odds, then I don't know. I guess everybody feel like we're going to win. We are favored. <laughs> we are favored well, on the road. Pretty, yeah. So against people, the team with a better record. Yeah. A lot of Vegas think loves. We're, Vegas yeah. loves our Bills, man. They do. And what about and I saw uh Sal Capaccio, he tweeted, um, if we win, it affects not only us this year, but it affects the schedule for next year. Can we talk about that for a sec? Let's talk about it. The if we win, okay, then we will play the Chiefs at home, which I can't believe. I can't ever remember uh the Chiefs coming to Buffalo. <laughs> right. And <laughs> we play them every year, and it's always in Kansas City. And so if we win, we'll get the Chiefs at home, and we will play at Baltimore and at, at Detroit. Okay? If we That's lose, a tough schedule, man. If we lose, we will get the Broncos or Raiders at home, and we will play the Browns and the Packers or Vikings on the road. Well, that certainly sounds preferable for next year. Yeah, the yeah. lesser of the schedules. Yeah, and then I'll and then obviously we can look into going to the Baltimore game. Right in Baltimore. However, if the Bills get into the playoffs as the seven seed, that means that they play in Kansas City again, and mm-hmm. if they survive that game, they play in Baltimore. You, wait, you're saying you saying if we lose and we get the six seed? If we lose, we would probably end up with the seven seed if we lose to the Dolphins. 
Okay, let's say the seventh seed. Then if we're the second seed, it's the seventh seed, then we go to Kansas City and then Baltimore. I see what you're saying. But if we right. win, we get the two seed and we will host somebody like Cleveland. It, it we would end up the Bills would end up hosting the seventh seed. Yeah. And yeah, that's a game you want, right? Cleveland or Houston, I think. Yep. So I'll be all for that. So, yes, it, it's it's a huge difference. Be- and, and then you would play the second lowest seed, uh, whoever is remaining after whoever's that. remaining after that. Right. Which so you have a good path. That's why I'm saying we. It's still all there in front of us. There, yes. You know. However, Nick Wright this morning and uh Talk about somebody who causes people to pull out the pitchforks. Mm-hmm. He don't like he, this. He, no, he, he doesn't. But yeah. he was correct when he said this is such a perfect scenario for this year's Buffalo Bills that they could go anywhere from the two seed to out of the playoffs. And the issue that he pointed to with the Bills is they have been wildly consistent. He said, any one game, the Bills can beat anyone in the NFL. Right. But what are the chances that they can string four good games together? And that got me thinking because this version of the Buffalo Bills does not seem like a team that stacks good performances. That's fair. No, that's fair. I guess once again, I'm like a Florida State fan. I just want to get in. Got I, it. I, I just want to get in. And can we win a Super Bowl? Yes. Will we win a Super Bowl? I don't know that. Right. Um, but I tell you, I, I like our defense right now. <sighs> if we get the two C, if we get the two C, you got to come to Buffalo. I mean, I like how it's setting up. I mean, right now, do I think Josh Allen's going to string together a Super Bowl run? I wouldn't bet on it, but I would be hopeful. I would, I be, would hopeful. be hopeful. And and it's possible. That's the other thing. We saw a couple of years ago, the Bills looked bad in Atlanta. Josh Allen had three interceptions, and then something happened. When the playoffs came, it clicked, and they were otherworldly on offense. Mm-hmm. You just got to be hopeful. We've seen that it can happen. Yeah. I'm not saying – I'm not going to be on here and tell you all that it's going to happen, but I – if we beat Miami this week, what could you ask for more than a two seed? <laughs> You you see what I'm saying? So for for a team that was dead in the water a month ago, yeah. But even no, hold on. Even in the summertime, because if we win this week, we'll be tennis. No, eleven and five. We'll be eleven and six. Oh yeah, yeah, eleven and six. We'll be eleven and six. I said we were going to be twelve and five. You said we were going to be ten and seven. So we uh-huh. be we be really right there where we thought we was. Would yeah. be in the summertime when we didn't know it just it just shook down differently than yes. than what we thought it would. But 
essentially we were kind of on the nose. Right. right. Both of us one game off. Right. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, if you would have told us at the beginning of the year that we would lose to Davis White again, we lose Matt Milano for the year, we would use uh, – um, my boy that just came back. Oh my God, he played this weekend too. Um, Daquan Kingsley Jones. Jonathan. No, no, Daquan Jones. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but Kingsley Jonathan give us reps, man. Um, yes. And so, if you would have told us that, we would have took that every time. It just don't look like what we thought it would look like, and it doesn't look good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I. <sighs> I don't know. I guess I'm hopeful, and 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 we, and that's the thing about NFL that makes it better than college. Like that's one I like college more than NFL because I like pageantry. But NFL, you get what you get. You get what you deserve. You know what I'm saying? Like FSU, they feel cheated. No, if we don't win this weekend, we get what we deserve. You got to figure out a way to do it. And I think we will. Obviously, Vegas think we will. So, I, I'm I'm looking for. Oh, what do you think about the game being Sunday night? Um, I, I don't have any real feeling about it. Oh my God, I do. I wish we were playing Saturday. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Sunday night. You got to get up and go to work Monday. And if we win, you want to celebrate? Yeah. You know, I just wish it was Saturday and then we could just go hard. You know what I'm saying? You know, but I get the reason why we're the last game and everything else will play out. You know, we already know what the Steelers did and we already know what the Jacksonville did, which I'm not – if you look at those two games, I think both of them, they're, both of those teams are going to win their games. Yeah, I think so, so too. I, th- I think everybody does. So, because um, I think it was, what, Steelers-Baltimore – and we don't know if Lamar is even right. going to play. So, unless the Steelers going to do one of our numbers, you know, oh, we got to win to get in, and they play the second string and still lose, that will be great. But <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. One of our numbers. <laughs> That's one of our numbers. You know, we good for that. We talk about that all the time. So, And, um, you know, I I can't see the Ravens trying to do the Bills any favors because right. when it comes to the playoffs, who would you rather play? Pittsburgh with Mason Rudolph or the Bills. Right. And if I'm the Ravens, I'm thinking the same thing I said earlier, where I was paraphrasing Nick Wright, on any one game, the Bills can beat anybody in the NFL. Mm -hmm. The Steelers, I think I can outmatch the Steelers in the playoffs. I agree. Especially who, who they have at quarterback. I totally agree. So you mentioned the name earlier, and I do want to talk a little bit about Sean McDermott and some of his coaching decisions. Mm -hmm. During the game, there was a coaching decision that drove me nuts. Before the game, there was a coaching decision that I loved. And I bet you I can tell you both of those. Oh, my God. I know you're talking about. Go ahead. I I sent you that text message (laughs) when the Bills at midfield Mm -hmm. called a timeout so they could punt the ball. Yes. And and I said, Newt, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. We've got about two minutes on the clock. Maybe, maybe it was a minute and a half. The Bills had two timeouts. Why not take the five-yard penalty, punt the ball, and then start using your timeouts so you can get the ball back with about 30 seconds on the clock? 
Yep. Instead, they were playing to go into halftime. That, to me, unforgivable clock management. You're you're giving up. I, I know Josh Allen was playing terribly. The coaches knew Josh Allen was playing terribly. I still want a terrible Josh Allen rifling the ball down the field and possibly getting more points in 30 seconds. I agree. Especially when the Patriots had trouble moving the ball in the first half. Hate, I hated that call. Yeah. Now, they deactivated Von Miller for the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sean McDermott actually had the stones to bench a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. That shows guts. What do you I thoughts? love it. You know yeah. how I feel about it. When I got that notification that he was going to be inactive, I, I, he should have been deactivated, bro. And I hate to talk about him like that. I mean, I love him just like everybody else do, but he ain't doing nothing. And there's other guys that are doing something. So I have yeah. no problem. I was happy to see uh, AJ Epinesa back out there. I, I like seeing Kingsley out there. Uh, you know, Leonard Floyd. I mean, so you're, if you ain't doing nothing, just get out the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I have no problem with it. Be be a leader on the sideline. Be a leader on, as a coach, but don't take – our roster management right now is important. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that was a big deal. Like when Daquan Jones came back, we had to rearrange some things, move some guys, uh, practice squad and all that stuff. So, uh, I have no problem with it, man. I mean – I was happy. I'm glad, like you said, uh, so eloquently, you know, he had the stones to do it because there most people wouldn't. But the, I, me personally, man, I'm big on appearances. I don't like looking bad. I don't like being embarrassed. I know everybody isn't like that. But right. if I'm, if I, once again, I'm not an NFL player, but in my personality, I would have probably stepped aside knowing I'm not ready, knowing I ain't making plays. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and yeah. You know, I don't want to be out because I feel like I'm hurting the team. But everybody don't want to win, Jamie. <laughs> that's the, that's the kicker. Everybody, we've talked about this. Everybody don't want to win. People say they want to win, but everybody don't want to win. Ask your boy that went to Chicago and took the money. He don't want to win. Think about Chicago getting the number one pick in the draft. I ain't <laughs> Edmonds. I ain't seen Edmonds since the summertime when he came or springtime when he came to talk to Jalen team. What is he doing? He could be doing good. I don't know. I ain't watched the Bears play this year, but I haven't heard. Of, I ain't heard him. So now you was an all pro with us. When you win, you get honors. You was an all pro with us. Now you in Chicago, and I ain't heard your name all year. Now, now, if I'm wrong, matter of fact, we can look it up. <laughs> my point, my point is, we have the technology. We have the. Te- that's why I'm like, you can hit me up like Newt. No, you wrong. He doing this, and he could be. I'm just saying, I haven't heard it. Uh, heard of it. My ears be to the ground a little bit. I haven't heard it. You know, but you took the money. Just like we talked about that running back for the Jets. He took the money. If he would have stayed with, uh, not the Jets, with the Steelers. He took the money, went to the Jets, and you ain't heard from him since. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. You should have stayed in Minnesota. Now you third string on a sucky team. It don't make sense. People mm-hmm. run for the money. All money ain't good money. That is the thing that has been in the African-American <laughs> culture for years. All money ain't good money. Ask Russell Wilson. 
He took all yeah. that money in Denver. And now look at him. He got benched. His coach hates him. He's going to be looking for another team. But he got paid, though. And and don't get me wrong. That's to a lesser spin. He's going to still make the Hall of Fame, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, man, your success depends on your situation. And that's what mm-hmm. people think. Everybody think, and I get it, to make it another level, you got to have an ego. It's me. Oh, I can do this. No, no, it ain't. You're not that good. It's your situation. You're in the right scheme. You got a good organization with good coaches and good GMs that's going to put the right talent around you and put you in the right scheme. And that's what we see. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but I'm a 50 year old man. If I was 23 and made it to the league, I would probably feel like it's me too. I, I mean, you know, but I digress. I apologize. Tremaine every, Edmonds, uh, 103 yeah. tackles, four interceptions, including a pick six on the air. Wait for this year. Yeah. Give, give me those stats again. 103 tackles, four interceptions. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good season. <laughs> yeah. Because Terrell Bernard got 80 to 81 solo tackles, six and a half sacks, three interceptions. Yeah. But Terrell Bernard going to probably get an honor before Edmonds. You think? I mean, well, Chicago's getting the number one pick in the draft. So who, well, that's who, a good point. who, who all their team going to get make the Pro Bowl or all pro? Yeah, you know when um, you win, oh, you were, the more you were counting. You, you, you were ahead. counting solo tackles. Um, yes, Terrell Bernard has 134 combined tackles. Okay, along uh, with yeah. six and a half sacks and three ints. He yes. also has three fumble recoveries. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a deal. You should have took, and I can't tell you what to do with your money. I will never tell people, hey, you need to be doing this with your money. You can't ever count another man's pockets. But the way this is going to probably play out, you should have just stayed in Buffalo because your career would have been better. And the money's going to come. That's When you look at, oh, I need to get this money, and I get it because anything can happen. You can get hurt, so you got to get paid when you can. But right. your, you got to think about your career and your legacy too. It's hard. So all money ain't good money. I bet you how this plays out is he he should have probably stayed in Buffalo. His career probably would have been better. And like I said, you had to do with the Steelers that run it back. Ain't heard from him since. If he would have stayed with the Steelers, he would have been a Hall of Famer. Also, the receiver, your boy. Uh, oh, Le'Veon Antonio Bell. Brown. Le'Veon Antonio Bell, Brown, thank yeah. you. And Antonio Brown. Tony O'Brien, when he was in Steelers, he didn't change once he left. He was crazy then. It's just we didn't hear about it because the Steelers got a great organization. Mm-hmm. Once he got on his own, we see how crazy it is, and his career went downhill, even though he got a Super Bowl, I guess. But his career went downhill. He would have If he would have stayed with the Steelers, he would have been a Hall of Famer. Yeah. It's all situational, man. It's awesome. Look at Razul Douglas, bro. Can we talk oh, about yeah. him? Yes, let's oh talk God. about him having oh my God. A, a, a game a game of his life. Yes, he did, bro. Yes, he did. Three passes defended, two picks, one for a touchdown. I mean, oh my God. 
can you imagine if Tredavious White come back next year and him and Tredavious White? And Treday is uh, playing at the top of his game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that that's an impossible that's an impossible team to throw on because who else you got out there? You got you got Christian Benford who's been playing really well. You mean to tell me you're moving Benford into depth? Yes. Wow. But I don't think we're going to see Trey back. I, I think he gets released. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's too much of a cap hit. Yeah. And to have uh, his second knee injury, um, his I, I think they're going to look at it and say his body is deteriorating. It's not worth the money anymore. Okay, so obviously you looked at this. So what... What would be the, like, if we release him, what would be the cap hit? Like, what would be the economics of that, you know? Oh, now I have to look this up. Okay. Uh, it no, I like just thought, it, no, that's fine. I just thought you knew off okay. the top of your head since you I, brought it I, up. I got this. Uh, he has a $16.6 million cap hit in 2024. If they let him go, they will save Six point three million dollars. Hmm. So a dead cap hit of ten million—that's a lot, but you still yeah. save six million. You save six. I, I think I think they go out and try to save their six. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to knock us for doing that. When we paid him, we understood. It's just that was bad luck. So I'm not going to put that yeah. on Brandon B. That's just bad luck. But he's he's a great player. They extended him for a couple of years to to get some other guys on the team. Uh, you know, his after a knee, I said he had a second knee injury. It was an Achilles injury. Uh, that's not a good sign. His contract goes through 2025, so he's got two years left on it. And he's due a uh, $1.5 million roster bonus roster on March bonus. 17th. There's no way they want to pay that. Right. And you, like you said, Achilles, ACL, you're, I mean, even if you do come back, are you really going to be the same guy? I mean, it, you know, Achilles kind injury of for an older player who plays a speed position that's that's a tough one to come back from because if you're a corner and your speed is sapped, you just you can't run with the the Jalen Waddles of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that money could go to better places because I tell you, man, I want to keep Razul Douglas. I want to keep Leonard Floyd. I mean, we got some talent here. I mean, yeah, you know. And fortunately, Rasul Douglas is under contract in 2024. Awesome. Yeah, you know. So the money, the money from you know Von Miller and Davis, it could go to better use of other places. So you can't we get rid of Von smart. Miller. I know you tell me that every week. You tell me that every <laughs> week. <laughs> I'm I'm steady, I'm steady going to put that in the same category. So. Um, we also got to talk about the game special teams we gave up a kickoff return early that was a that's a no-no that's a minus right yeah on special teams (laughs) but let's talk about our kickers though 
Yeah, man. Tyler Sam Bass. Martin had a great yeah, game, Sam didn't he? Martin. He's putting the ball in places, I tell you, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So that's one thing I can appreciate, man. Sam Martin, 289 yards punting. He averaged 48 yards, and he put him inside the 20-yard line like every time, man. Inside the 26 times. All six times he punted. And then Tyler Bass, three for three. Um and extra points, so it field goals, two for two. So our kickers are doing their job, man. So I can appreciate that and shot them out too. And there's something about the way Sam Martin punts the ball that causes it to hit the ground and die. Mm-hmm. And it, that's a wonderful thing because so often you see a really nice punt, but then it hits the ground and it just shoots into the end zone before the uh, coverage unit has a chance to down the ball. And it was just, the ball was bouncing the right way. And, man, Saran Neal, he was just down there waiting for the ball every time. Right. Exactly. Underrated player. Yes, he is. And those yards, I mean, I know people don't think that's a big deal, but those things matter, man. Sure do. Those, those things matter, so. Well, buddy, we've got a big game coming up against the Miami Dolphins. And this could be the difference between the Bills making a deep run and getting bounced in the first round. It's you a think playoff we're gonna game. Win? Yeah, oh yeah. Playoff stuff for us Sunday night. Yeah. And uh, I yeah, love it. And, I, and, the, and, the, and the NFL likes that too. They, they When they decide to flex games and stuff, they can ask for nothing better. I think, yeah. what, three division titles are up for grabs? Whew. I think... And I think like four or five playoff spots, like so. They, when they decide to flex these games, man, this is what they wanted. So, um, hit us up, man. Let us know on Twitter. Uh, guys, been hitting us up, man. Stu hits us up. What up, Stu? You know, hit us up. And we'll shout you out, man. It's um, our boy. And let us and let us know what y'all think about uh, us playing Sunday night or any other thoughts. That boy Charles uh, Concilia, he listens to us, man. He been texting, or not texting, but shouting us out on Twitter. And once again, please forgive, forgive me for branding. I'm, it's always going to be Twitter to me. I'm never going to say you're xing me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to conform. I could conform to Redskins being the Commanders, but I'm not conforming to Twitter going to X. So you're tweeting. So it's always going to be tweeting to me. That's what I'm gonna call it. And. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so hit us up. Let us know what you think about the late Sunday night. Once again, personally, it doesn't fit into my schedule uh, optimally because I got to get up and go back to work Monday morning. So, yeah. But I'm going to enjoy the vacation. Last bit of this wonderful weather here down in Florida. We left because, uh, you know, we spent our holidays down in Florida anyway. I wish I could stay, but we got to go back. Simone has basketball practice. But we were on South Beach yesterday morning. We passed by Hard Rock Cafe Stadium, which is a beautiful stadium. I can't wait till we get ours up and running. But, yeah, uh, yeah we were down on South Beach and enjoy the weather. And we're going to head back tomorrow. And it's supposed to snow Saturday. <laughs> wow. In Virginia and D.C. area. So I'm not looking forward to that. But, hey. I'm looking forward to us playing Sunday night. Here we go, buddy. It's on. Let's go, Buffalo. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs>